Blue jam. Deviant! Deviant! Wake up for fuck's sake! Earth! Earth! What? Davian. Davian. Davian, there's no intro. Davian? Davian, where are you? Davian, you've left me here in front of everybody. I feel completely naked. It's quite nice, actually. It's, it's very nice, actually. Oh, I feel so free. I, I feel so free. Everybody feels like they're looking at it. And it... Do you like it? That's it. Keep staring. That's it. Yes. Yes, you like that, don't you? Yes. Yes, I thought so. I thought you did. You like it a lot. Oh, no. I feel like you're laughing at it now. Don't laugh at it. Don't laugh at it. Right, I'm putting on my shorts. Now I'm putting on my trousers and my jacket. And I'm going away. David will be with you presently. I hope you're all proud of yourselves. Goodbye. What? There's no intro for the show. Holy shit. Ah, uh, bullets. So yeah, hey, podcast. Um, I've been thinking of doing one for ages, really. Uh, started prattling around with um, all sorts of bits and pieces a long time ago. I was always quite into 
you know, just getting random bits of audio out there. In fact, oh, look, the here we are, his first podcast, Simon, and already um, he's rambling fucking nonsense. Real real we did tell him, look, try and stay on track here, Davian, but no, he's away rambling shite now and fitting your ears with nonsense. I mean, look at the guy. I mean, okay, you can't look at the guy because it's on the internet. It's a podcast. But if you could see him, you'd want to hit him with a spade. It's just a new one of those faces you could just grab and smash with a spanner. Really, very inspired by um, the early works of. Um, Just, what, can you not stay on track for five minutes, Davian? People want to hear you speak normally. It's a podcast, not for you to ramble, cast. Okay, I'm composed now. It's fine. Uh, let's get back on track. If you haven't heard them. Oh, hang on a minute. The sellotape's coming off the mic stand. Mother... That was very odd. I sat down in my favourite chair. To be honest, it was my only chair, but that's not important right now. I had a cup of tea and a slice of cake, which I placed on my favourite table. To be honest, it was my only table, but that's not important right now. The television remote control was also on my favourite table. I picked it up. I remembered that the button that turns the television on and off no longer works. I got up from my favourite chair and walked the three steps to the television. I felt slightly inconvenienced by this. The feeling would pass. I turned the television on and walked the three steps back to my favourite chair. Bang, and the dirt is gone. I don't like that man. I changed the channel. Have you had an accident that wasn't your fault? I've had lots of accidents. They were all my fault. I changed the channel. You're too fat. I was possibly a little rich around the middle, but I didn't need this right now. I changed the channel and had a bite of cake. You smell. Ever thought of washing? I was beginning to think that the television was not my friend. I changed channel. Your breath smells like dog shit. I put my cake down. I got up and walked three steps to the television. I turned the television off. A single tear trickled down my cheek. Maybe I would find solace in a book. I walked the five steps to my favourite bookcase. To be honest, it was my only bookcase, but that's not important right now. I picked up a book and walked the five steps back to my favourite chair. How to make friends and influence people. Yes, this would help. going. Davian, where in the name of Dustin Hoffman have you been your own in less than a minute? Sorry, sorry, yep, 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 I know I'm a bit late, I know I'm a bit late. Prick. Sorry, pardon? Oh, nothing, no, 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 nothing. 
you, Vietnam? How are you doing? Very good, thanks. How are you, Mike? Not bad, mate. What's the grumble, you know? Bearing up under the strain, like? Um, good. What did you want to talk about? I just wanted to say, I really love glue, me. Oh, <laughs> really? Um, well, I suppose I can see its value. No, 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 Davian man. You don't understand. Um... I mean, I really love glue. You can't really comprehend or understand what glue means to me. Okay. Uh, perhaps you could try to relay it to me in human terms, perhaps. Oh, okay. Imagine you're eating a really good pizza, whilst also eating pork scratchings. All right, I see. Very nice. Then someone runs up right behind you and shoots you up with some excellent heroin. Oh. Yep, good, eh? Um, sounds great. Quite a uh, contrived set of events, though. Hmm? Doesn't this sort of thing happen in the human world all the time? It doesn't snail, well. A sort of surprise jacking up? Yeah, well, yeah, kind of. Uh, how? We have our love darts. Your what? Our love darts. Apart from a really good name for a band, what the fuck is a love dart? I can generate a long prong made of pure cock to screw my lover. All sexy like. Seriously? Yeah, but it's really cool. But not that great for my girlfriend, like. Why's that? It's effectively stabbing my girlfriend every time we go at it. Um... Uh. It's just not something I enjoy afterwards, but uh, when you've got a dart on, it's hard to resist getting it going. Uh, for what? Procreation, like. Oh. Yes. Sounds great. Not really. It's very upsetting afterwards. Slime everywhere. Ah, oh. okay. How about that copper stuff, then? Ah, oh, fucking hate copper. And salt? Yes, and salt. It's fucking shite. Uh, yeah. Okay, um... Thanks, Mike. Uh, speak soon. Cheers, Davian. Speak soon, mate. Uh, you fucking don't. Bye. She pulled out the knife. And uh, and she held it to her wrist and, and then to my belly and she begged. Oh, that's cute. And then later amongst friends, and we, we laughed at the time, she put up a bald pair of socks in my mouth uh, to stop me from snoring. It was a funny story. and I mean, d- dismissing the fact that I couldn't breathe and I was suffocating. <laughs> An actual attempt to kill. <laughs> we laughed at it over dinner. <laughs> and it was a funny tale to tell. Serbian diplomat and founder of newborn born baby wife. When I am not getting absolute blotto on rekia and potato juice, I like to get absolute fucking blotto on rekia and potato juice and listen to bitter sound. Man, that David Ted is a strange motherfucker. Thank you, Comrade Vlad. Hello, 
I am Boris Vodstuk. I too like to get stupid drunk on the bitter sound and listen to a bottle of raka. Fuck my cunt. Hello, this is Davy and Dent's fucking neighbour, Bobby the Brick. And if you don't download and listen to this fucking podcast, the bit of sound, I'm going to come round your house and I'll break in and I'll wait for you. And when you're asleep, I'm going to shove my little button mushroom cock down your fucking throat. All right. Oh, here we are. Come on. Jesus, is that a time? Oh, fuck, make it. Right, keys. Keys. Come on. Oh my god, here we go. Oh no, fuck's sake. Shit! Turn the alarm off. Turn the alarm off. What's the fucking password? Password. Okay. Um. What's this? Uh-oh. Oh. Oh, it's okay. I made it. Kind of. <laughs> yes, it is. It's beautiful. I think I might stay here for a while. Never mind the podcast. I'll, I'll just... This is... This is so lovely. What the fuck was that? No. What? No. Sasquatch. No. My head. Get out of my head. Get out. Oh. From the school run this morning, I popped into one of the many local shops to buy a one-litre carton of semi-skimmed milk. I declined the offer of a carrier bag, as the carton had a handle, and I wanted to do my little bit for the environment. On exiting the shop, I turned left and continued on my way home. A few strides in front of me, I noticed a similarly dressed man. Heavy jacket, jeans, woolly hat, etc., also carrying a one-litre carton of semi-skimmed milk. I thought nothing of it. After a number of turns and roads crossed, it became clear that he was going the same way as me. I began to feel slightly concerned. What if passers-by thought we were some kind of procession? Maybe small protests at the price of milk, or the way small dairies are treated by the supermarket chains. 
I noticed that we were both carrying our cartons in the same hand. I changed hands to avoid the appearance of any kind of synchronization. The man ahead also changed hands, almost instantaneously. We were now putting on a display. My concern changed to fear. Fear that people would see our perceived protest and empathize so deeply that they would pop into the nearest shop, buy a one litre carton of semi-skimmed milk and join in the procession. I decided to change pace and put an end to this nonsense. But should I slow down or speed up? If I speeded up, I would have to pass him. Then he would see a man similarly dressed to him, heavy jacket, jeans, willy hat, etc., carrying a one litre carton of semi-skimmed milk. This may encourage him to attempt to start up a conversation with a brother, at which point I would have to break into a run, shouting at the top of my voice, I'm not with him. I've never met him before, for the benefit of the onlookers. I decided to slow down. I stopped at the estate agent's window and feigned interest at the pictures of houses I had no intention of buying. A perfectly reasonable thing to do, I thought. Anybody watching would not suspect my real motive. I waited a couple of minutes until it became clear that the crowd had gathered and moved on, no longer interested in the milk protest. By the time I had got home, my hand that had been holding the milk was painfully cold. Next time, I will accept the carrier bag. The bitter sound, it is so good, it's like 72% fucking cocoa. Just perfectly bitter. You've got to appreciate choking on their warm tongue. Get ready. Well, there you go. Listen to the sort of idiots I have leaving messages on my voicemail. First message, left on Friday at 5.47am. Hello, David. It's your fucking neighbour, Bobby the Brick. And I just want to let you know that if I catch your fucking cat shitting all over my fucking front doorstep again, I'll be round your fucking house and I'll shove my little fucking fucking mushroom cock. Next message, left on Saturday, at 2.44 a.m. Hey, David, Matt, this is fucking uh, Dicko from Optus, Matt. I met you down the fucking pub the other day. Yeah, um, look, Matt, I've got some fucking phones. I found them, they fell off a fucking truck. I got a bunch of fucking iPhones, I got some iPads, I got some fucking eyeballs, I got all sorts of fucking shit, Matt. So, look, if you want some fucking dodgy fucking crap, uh, just catch up with me sometime, Matt, and I'll fucking come round there. I'll sneak me into your fucking house sometime, and when you're not fucking there, I'll probably break in or some shit, jack off all over your fucking bed, Matt, and I'll leave your phone, take all your fucking cash. So, look, Matt, if you're fucking happy with that, Matt, I'll come round and I'll well, fucking fix you up. And maybe I won't have to fucking stab you sometime if you're going to be fucking silly, Matt. So, look, i got a fucking bread knife, and it's fucking rusty and blunt, and i got some tin while I shove up my fucking ass. So, look, what I'll do, I'll fix that up for you, Matt. Uh, let me know when you're gonna be out, and I'll come around your fucking house and take all your cash. Alright. Next message, left on Saturday, at 3.58am. Hello, David. It's me again, your fucking neighbour. Bobby for fucking brick. Look, that little fucking cat. 
Hey, little cunt. He's been fucking running up and down my fucking hall, shitting all up and down the fucking walls. Oh, fuck, I'm sick to death of a little cunt. I've, I've fucking nailed my cat flap shut and a little fucking bastard keeps sneaking down the fucking chimney. So look, if I catch him, I'm going to cut his fucking balls off because I've fucking it up to my fucking eyeballs of his stupid little fucking furry bastard. So, you keep it in mind that this cat is going the way of a, the fucking dinosaur, mate, because I've fucking had it. I'll fucking hate your fucking cat, David. Next message, left on Saturday at 6.05 p.m. Hello, Mr. Dent. I'm sorry to have to inform you that you have not been accepted into Her Majesty's Government Foreign Intelligence Service. Whilst your application was seriously considered, the accompanying body fluids, anticipating any tests we may have asked you for, was not needed. Whilst we have a rigorous drug and alcohol detection policy, it is for the prevention of abuse rather than the demonstration of excess. After sending your samples for analysis, we confirm that you have indeed ingested innumerable vodka martinis with high concentrations of ketamine to, as you point out, keep an edge. We will keep your application on file for the protection of the nation. God save the Queen. M. P.S. Please come and pick up your dead horse from John Major's house. Next message. Left on Sunday at 9.27pm. Hello, this is a message from Mr. Dent. Mr. Dent, you have an hour to come and get your horse. An 80s comedian has gone on a rampage here at John Major's residence is currently trying to break into his pantry in a very disturbing manner. The man is naked from the waist down, Mr. Dent. There are chaotic scenes here. You'll have to hurry up. Also, your baby spice horse is still on the drive. Cheers. End of messages. Frankly, Doctor, I don't give a fuck if it says it's a two up, two down. I don't expect it to be a house. Um, I, sorry, hang on. Mm. Another three sugars, please. It was a sunny day, I decided to go for a walk. Other people were walking too, but they were walking differently. They were walking with other people. They were laughing and joking, holding hands and smiling. I had heard about this. These people were friends. I had thought about getting a friend for some time. Maybe now's the time. Maybe now I should get a friend. I observed the other walkers, the places they walked, laughing and joking, holding hands and smiling. These would surely be the places where friends could be found. They walked along the streets, into shops and pubs, and they walked in the park. Yes, the park. That is where I will find my friend. I made my way to the park. There were lots of people there, but they all seemed to have friends already. Laughing and joking, holding hands and smiling. I needed to find someone like me, 
someone else looking for a friend. I kept walking through the park, past the children playing, past the people who already had friends, laughing and joking, holding hands and smiling. After a short while, I came to a part of the park that I was not familiar with. Those that were there were also without friends. One appeared in the shrubbery, just head and shoulders, showing above a flowering dogwood. He looked nervous, scared, even. Hmm, fear of rejection, I thought. I walked up to him and asked him if he would like to be my friend. He said he would like that. I took his hand. That is what friends do, and we walked through the park. I was elated. I'd found a friend. I wanted to skip. I skipped. My friend, possibly surprised by my reaction, held back, but I dragged him on. Oh, he would get used to this. My ebulence. I have a friend. We were skipping towards the playing children. I felt like a child. Let's play with the children. It was then I felt the jealousy, the hostility from the others. Somebody pointed at me and shouted, Peter, save the children! Silly, my name isn't Peter. At this point, my friend slipped from my hand and ran back towards the flowering dogwood. I would have to face the hostility alone. I ran as fast as I could home. Friends, who needs them? Piano cakes. What's this? What's this? What's this? Hang on a minute. Just sorry, just got a note. Um. Oh, fuck that. Right. Okay. Um, sorry, excuse me, uh, I've just got to nip out uh, for a minute. I've got to get some more gin and um, tramadol. Um, d- Davian Dent, 
I have come in you. You what? The, you have come for him, not fucking. I have come in you. What the fuck's wrong with you, Boris? You're the fucking worst fucking terrorist I ever fucking work with. What you mean? I come here. If Davian Dent, I come in you. No, you come fucking for him, not in him. What are you fucking? Some fucking pedo or fucking something? Oh no, he's a fucking middle-aged fucking goth. Look at him. He looks like he's fucking waiting for another fucking cure album to come out. Just put the gun in his fucking head and drag the cunt out the fucking room. I, I, that Davian Dent, I come in you. I come for you. Get on the fucking floor and crawl out into the van. That's better, Boris, you fucking twat. Alright. Well, fucking give him a fucking bit of a kicking and let's fucking get out of here. Fuck me. Worst fucking terrorist I ever fucking heard. You oh, fucking Russians always drinking fucking potato water and fucking raping people. Dirty. <laughs> gonna read the fucking end credits all that fucking shit isn't that fucking cunt then supposed to be fucking doing that uh yeah i suppose i'll have to fucking do it now um let's see where's these fucking notes right okay the bitter sound was presented by davian dent and written by davian dent and stockton clemens it should be available on itunes and stitcher radio where is now i don't know he's just fucked off from cat sorens from the rigid fist podcast you can listen to that Seems as um, Davian's fucking gone missing for some reason. Did you think about that, Morty? No, I didn't fucking pay any fucking Russians to come and kidnap the asshole so I can get hold of his fucking drugs and his gin. I... Oh, shit. So you, you fucking paid them to fucking come and get him? Fuck me, Morty. You're a fucking cunt, Complete fucking ass. <laughs> <laughs> 